the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Along with your help, Cornerstone Transitional Housing is here to break the cycle of homelessness in the greater San Diego area, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. As long as poverty, injustice, and inequality persist, none of us can truly rest. Now, here are your hosts of Cornerstone Radio, Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on K-Praise. Good evening and welcome to Cornerstone Radio. I'm Pastor John Simon along with Pastor Ed Brody and Blaine Nurse from Cornerstone Transitional Housing. If this is your first time you have joined us at Cornerstone Radio, our mission is to break the cycle of homelessness and help men and women regain control of their lives. Folks, I'd like to start off and say Merry Christmas to each and every one of you. I hope you're having a great time with your family, and I'm just hoping that you're having a um, an excellent time if you're not with family that you know that the Lord is your family and that he is always with you, so you're never left alone. Guys, tonight's going to be a great topic. It's going to be called um, Our Greatest Gift. And this is about the birth of Jesus and also about um, the shepherds and that. So, folks, I'm going to start off in Luke uh, chapter 2, and I'm going to be reading out of verses 8 to uh, 15, uh, 8 to 16, excuse me. That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep, and suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord of glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the, but the angel reassured them, saying, Don't be afraid. He said, I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born, in, uh, been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David, and you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of clothing, lying in a manger. And suddenly the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and peace on earth to those whom God is pleased. And when the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that is happening which the Lord has told us about. You know, guys, I love that. It is such a great message. And, you know, the shepherds were out there in the field. And, you know, that had to be a very lonely job, guys, protecting the sheep out there, a very harsh job because you're out there in the elements of the weather and of the, you know, of wild animals and everything else. So, um, but you know what? They, they they were out there staying there, guarding the flocks, and suddenly an angel appeared to them. And I want to let you guys know here, folks, that the flocks that they were guarding, they were guarding the lambs out there, and they were the, the temple sacrifice for sins that they were guarded. And here we have a message that a Savior, the Messiah, was born, and he is the one. And I love the way it is It says, here the angels invited these shepherds to, a, uh, to greet the Lamb of God 
who would take away the sins of the world forever. And now what a perfect setting that is. Here the angels go and give the message to these to the to these shepherds and um and here they're guarding the flock that takes away the, the sins that the priests are going to sacrifice on. But here is a greater gift that is given to us. So, you know, I can't imagine a great the greatest event. This I believe this is the greatest event that the um in the history of the world yeah. has just happened. You know. So I just wanted to, you know, let you guys know about that. And what a what a birth announcement. When it guys I mean <laughs> really was. I mean the host of the heaven of armies come down and send there and um, praising the Lord and singing down there and letting the um shepherds know what a um look at what we're giving to you and, and telling you. So um but you know what? When these when they, when you heard the shepherds say, Hey, let's go you know, you gotta remember Bethlehem was um only about five miles away, four to five miles away from Jerusalem where they were um where they were tending the flocks. So they didn't have a very far place to go. A lot of people think they had to travel like the wise men, miles and miles and miles. They didn't have that far to go. And for them to go and to lead the flock, you know that that was uh uh an awesome event. I mean, because mm-hmm. then you know they—that's what their job was, and you know they knew that they can get to a lot of trouble leaving the flock unattended. So, um, I just want to start off by saying um, to you folks that this is a night uh, that we're going to remember for a long time. I know that uh, that our heavenly Father has given us the greatest gift, and that gift is His Son, and His Son gave up His royalty and all that to come down here to be a man. And um, to leave a place that, I don't know, guys, if it would have been me, I don't think I would really want to take on the task. And that's a, quite a task that he had to take on. But he has given us to take away the sins of all of our sins and give us a place in heaven. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you're there alone and you're really not with family, I'm just going to say I'm going to give you the greatest gift. And that gift is, is the word. And that word is Jesus. And mm. that is the best gift that you can ever give, ever Amen. receive, and know, you know, in your whole lifetime. So, you know, guys, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to shift it over to Blaine right now and let him fill in a little bit of um, what we're talking about. Well, you got it. Thank you, Brother John. Um, I want to share the story as this is as we're celebrating Christmas and the birth of Jesus. Um, I want to talk about those wise men. Um, boy, do we want to be like wise men. So I'm going to read to our audience Matthew chapter 2. It's, it's a little bit of a story, guys. I, I get to be kind of a storyteller today. Um, it's a true story. <laughs> so I'm going to read 1 through 18, uh, Matthew chapter 2, 1 through 18. And it says, Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. So they said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judea, are not of the least among the rulers of Judah, For out of you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had secretly called the wise men, determined from 
them what time the star had appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, go and search carefully for the young child. And when you have found him, bring back word to me that I may come and worship him also. When they heard the king, they departed, and behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. we got to remember young child, right? When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Can I stop there for a moment? Yes. Okay. So um, it it speaks of these three gifts. Um, Some commentators tell us there were hundreds and hundreds of wise men that came to visit this king, um, which we would all do the same. We would want to visit this king, the king of kings and the lord of lords. They brought gifts. Three of them were this, um, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And I think most of you know this, but gold does represent a king. It was a king, um, royalty. Mm-hmm. Frankincense um, represented a priesthood. Boy, did he teach the Word of God. He was the Word of God. And myrrh does represent burial, which we know um, is a burial um, oil. We know that he came mm-hmm. to die for us. He became that. He was royalty. He was he was our teacher. He, he did all these things. Um, and he is so worthy to be praised. So I'll finish with the story. It says, Then being divinely warned in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed for their own country another way. Now when they had departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother, and flee to Egypt, and stay there until I bring you word. For Herod will seek the child, the young child to destroy him. When he arose, he took the young child and his mother and by night and departed for Egypt and was there until the death of Herod, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Out of Egypt I called my son. And you know what? And, and as, as they departed, we know that King Herod, I'll finish with the story, um, he saw that there, he was deceived by the wise men, by the, um, and he was angry. Um, and he sent forth and put to death all the male children who were in Bethlehem and all of its dis- districts from two years old and under. Um, so Herod was just, he didn't want to see somebody else take the throne. And uh, this, this, bo- this priesthood, this royalty, this king of kings, um, Herod was jealous, and he went and killed the, the, the young boys of, of Bethlehem. And then there's another fulfillment of prosperity. Fulfillment of prophecy, it said, then was fulfilled what was um, spoken by Jeremiah the prophet, saying, A voice was heard in Ramah, a lamentations weeping and great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children, refusing to be comforted, um, because they are all, they are no more. You know, King Herod, he tried to uh, abolish the king of kings, but uh, God had his own plan, and uh, angels are all right there with us, and that Holy Spirit, and uh, praise God. And uh, those those wise men, man, they, they knew they were, uh, that King Herod had other plans, and they departed a different way. You, you know, Blaine, I loved it when you were talking about the gold and the, um, the frankincense and the myrrh. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that does represent what we are, what it is. It, it was, they knew who the king of king was. And, you know, that's what the, I loved about what the angels were talking about when I was talking about when the shepherds and the angels met up, talking about, yes, man, the Savior is here, the Messiah, the Lord. And, you know, um, 
one of the great things they were talking about, too, is that, you know, when they said, you know, the shepherd said, let's run, let's go down there. Mm-hmm. It said that they hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph, and there was the baby lying in the manger. And after seeing them, the shepherds told everyone what happened and what the angel said to them and the child. You know, right there was the spreading of the God's, the word of God right there about, mm-hmm. you know, hey, the Messiah is here. And, you know, what joy they had, you know, um, of seeing, hearing from the angels that, hey, the Messiah is here, just like the wise men had, like you were just saying, they were given a sign and that they knew, hey, there is a king that's born. Yeah. And, you know, just like the devil does today, he tries to devour, kill and destroy and, you know, of what he um, of whatever is threatening to him. And that's what he used. And who do he use? The other king, right? Herod. So, Ed, I know that you can tie all these up, um, <laughs> all these uh, scriptures up that we have read about the wise men, the shepherds, and the angels um, by the prophecies that were forf- um, given. Yes. Uh, I, I want to add one thing that yes. uh, the uh, shepherds were the first evangelists. Yes, they were. And, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about the second person evangelist. God didn't waste any time. Uh, Within the first, uh, from birth to eight days, he provided the shepherds going and telling the people in the town, and we're going to get into Anna, sharing with everybody that came to the temple. So God didn't waste any time getting evangelists out there. (laughs) I want to talk a little bit about uh, Simeon. Simeon was a man, he was a righteous man and devout to come into the temple. Interesting thing about uh, Simeon, let me kind of go back a little bit. I saw a picture once that I think is a, a pictorial of what uh, I'm going to read. The picture was of Jesus in the manger, and in the forefront was a post that held up the roof, and there was a, it looked like a blanket thrown over the post. But the shadow in the background behind the manger was a cross with looked like Christ hanging on the cross. And it was kind of foretelling the future, you know, this is where we start, Mm. this is where we end. And it's kind of the same with Simeon, because Simeon, uh, the Holy Spirit had kept him, uh, had revealed to him that he was going to live until he got to see the Messiah. And then the Holy Spirit told him, hey, it's it's a good day for you to go to the temple. So he goes to the temple, and lo and behold, there's Mary and Joseph. They came to present Jesus as the law required. Simon was there. He took the child in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, now let your servant die in peace. As you have promised, I have seen your salvation, which you have prepared for all people. Emphasize the word all. As he is a light to reveal God to the nations, and he is the glory of your people Israel. And then it goes on, verse 33. Jesus' parents were amazed at what was being said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, the baby's mother, This child is destined to cause many in Israel to fall and many others to rise. He has been been sent as a sign from God, but many will oppose him. As a result, the deepest thoughts of many hearts will be revealed and a sword will pierce your very soul. Mm-hmm. So that's a that's a prophecy. I, and the reason that, re, that picture came to mind is he's sitting there holding the baby, telling about the future of the baby. And it's just like mm-hmm. that picture. The baby's in the manger, but the cross was behind him. He foretold all of this, that what Jesus was going to go through, 
the the uh, I mean, you can imagine a mother seeing what he went through at the end, mm-hmm. so that it it would it would be like a soul piercing her heart oh, yeah. to see her son go through the beating and the and the crucifixion. So he predicted all this, um, or he let me put it this way: he didn't predict it, but he foretold what God had revealed to him through the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And then um, we come to the prophet Anna, and well, all this is taking place with Simeon, Anna comes up there. And in Anna, I, I, I have to say I'm kind of offended by this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it says that she was very old. Later on, it says she's 84. Uh, 84 is not real old. So, <laughs> so I was offended by that. <laughs> because you're 84? I'm 84. <laughs> yeah. Anna listened to what was being said that as a Simeon revealed the, the prophecy of Jesus. And it says that she began to tell everybody that came into the uh, temple. God didn't waste any time getting evangelists out there, people sharing about Christ. I mean, he was eight days old when Anna got here. He was younger than that when the shepherds came there. Of course, probably just newborn. And I think that's important to know that, uh, that even at that young age, before he had ever done anything, there was all, people were already talking about Jesus. They were sharing the fact that the Savior had come. Uh, As we look at this Christmas coming up, we need to look at that as the same thing. Our Savior has come. And if you've never given your life to Christ, now's the time to do it because your Savior has come. Your Savior is here. He's waiting for you to turn to Him, waiting with open arms, and He has salvation for you. Think of all of the sins. Think back in your past of all of those sins you've committed. Mm -hmm. Turn to Jesus, ask for forgiveness, and they exist no more. Mm -hmm. So this is a very important time of of the year for, especially for Christians as we celebrate not just his new life, but because of his new life, we have new life. We're born again in, in Christ. And so it's a time of celebration. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to get political, but one of the things that bothers me is when you go into a store and they say "Happy Holidays." Um, no, it isn't. It's Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. Merry Christmas. This is my new life. He's the, the creator of my new life, and it, you can't brush it off as just another holiday. It's got to become important. It's got to be important to you. And uh, and so I, I'm kind of putting an advance uh, word out there. If you've never given your life to Christ, hang on, because uh, Blaine's going to give you a, a little talk. We, we talked about the first evangelist. Well, now we've got Blaine, who's the, <laughs> today's evangelist. Absolutely. And you know what? Before Blaine, before you do that, I, I know that there, you know, Isaiah predicted it, and a lot of other prophets predicted the forecoming of the Messiah. Mm-hmm. But this is the day of the, you know, of the Lord what He has given you. The Father, I, I thank God, the Father, all the time, for His precious gift that He has given me, folks, and given you, the Lord, uh, the, that He's given His Son to you, and that He bore your sins, my sins, Blaine and Ed, your sins. And that he took it upon himself that mm-hmm. we may have a life with 
the Father and Jesus and the Holy Spirit. We have a life with them. And this is the greatest gift that you can ever receive. And it's nothing that you have to do. It's just the receiving the gift. And that gift is from Father God, his Amen. son. And Blaine, I'm going to give this time over to you because um, I don't know if there might be some listeners out there that might not have, be walking with the Lord. Um, they might be a Christian. They dedicated their life. They dedicated their life back, uh, dedicated their life to the Lord, but they haven't been really walking with them. So maybe they can rededicate their life back. And maybe there might be that person who really doesn't know about Jesus and the gift. And would you go ahead and explain that to them? Yeah, I'm, I'm just sitting here. You know, we, we have a lot of fun sitting here on the, on the show and we read God's word. We believe God's word. And there's many truths. And I think for a lot of us, you guys, um, there's many promises. As early, earlier we said that Jesus goes to prepare a place for us. Well, there's, there's many scriptures in the Bible that say, you know what, um, we are all sinners and we fall short of the glory of God. And, and I think we all just need to know that. So many folks think that, that they're, they've done just too much. Um, they've they've out-sinned God's grace. And I, we, in, in this radio show, in this ministry, want to let you know you have not out-sinned God's grace. It's by grace we are saved and not by works, lest any man should boast. But the Bible does say that we have all sinned. We fall short of the glory of God. And the cost of that sin, another scripture says the wages of sin is death. But it doesn't stop there. It says, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. It's not through anything we've done, you guys. It's it's not through anything our listeners have done. It's a gift. And as we celebrate the greatest gift ever in the universe, the birth of Jesus Christ, who went to that cross and paid for our sins, then the Bible lets us know this. It, It says that if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in our hearts that God raised him from the grave, we will be saved. So you know what? All these brothers in this room and the the Christians around the world, we know and understand that we're sinners um, in need of a Savior. And that's why Jesus came into this world. And if we confess with our mouth that he is Lord and we believe in our hearts, God raised him from the grave, it says that we're going to be saved. So if there is anyone out there that doesn't understand, you have some doubts about God, um, about Jesus, just know this day unto us a child was born. And I'm going to read this scripture. Unto us a child was given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. He is God in the flesh. He came here to, to pay for our sins. And if you've never received Jesus Christ in your life and said, Lord, forgive me, I'm a sinner, and invited him in, um, we're going to give you that opportunity. And if you're out there and you're just you're alone, you feel like you did not get the gift you wanted, or whether you're young or old, you can receive the greatest gift. You can rededicate that dedication, that life that once was a fire, a burning, burning fire for God. Um, but maybe you got hurt along the way. If you want to rededicate your life to Jesus, not to the people around you, but to Jesus, uh, Jesus said, if you confess me before man, I will confess you before my Father. If you deny me before man, I will deny you before my Father. You know, guys, we're all familiar with the thief on the cross. 
You know, he didn't go to church. He wasn't baptized. He didn't do anything except for the fact he confessed. He told Jesus, said, Lord, remember me when you enter in my Father's kingdom. So if you want to know that you're saved, that you're forgiven, follow this prayer, folks. It's, it's very simple. So in your heart, if you want Jesus, follow these words. Say, dear Jesus, I am asking you into my life. I am asking you to be my Lord and my Savior. Lord, please forgive me of my sin. I'm sorry for my sin, but I thank you, Jesus, for paying for my sin. So I now confess with my mouth that you are Lord, and I believe in my heart that God did rise you from the grave. So come into my life, be my Lord and Savior. I can't wait to start all things new. So as we're looking, uh, if you said that prayer, we're going to be praying for you here in the studio. Um, But we want to say welcome to the kingdom. You didn't earn it. It's a gift. God loves you. Um, and if anybody wants to share John 3.16 before we leave tonight, it's, it's up to you. Go. All right. So we know that God so loved the world, he sent his only begotten son that whosoever will believe in him, they shall not perish but have everlasting life. Folks, uh, we want Jesus. We want that everlasting life because here we're going through some trials and tribulations. So happy birthday, Jesus. Praise God. Ed Blaine, I thank you for sharing that with us, folks. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I just want to thank you so much, God, that what you have done for us, that you had given your son. Folks, if you need to get reach out to some, you can reach out to us. You can give us a call at 619-715-6915. Again, that number is 619-715-6915. I just pray that God will touch you in a special way for this new coming year. And I just want to tell you, keep evangelizing, for you never know who you're going to be raising up. Thank you, folks, and God bless you, and good night. Thank you for joining us on Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Join us again next week at this same time as we work together to break the cycle of homelessness, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. Your generosity, philanthropy, and charitable contributions are always welcome and remarkably make a positive impact on the lives of those in need every day. Take part in making a difference by visiting cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. That's cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. This has been Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on KPraise. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.